What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mike Bondo. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the Hitbox, Red Titus. This is the king of old school, Steve Carino. The ROH Podcast. Or is it ROH Cat at ROHworld.com? Stay tuned, wankers. Well, I'll give you the Tower of London. Two, two. Two, two. Two, two. Two, two. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to episode 56 of ROHCast. My name's Harry, I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com. As usual, I'm here with Stephen, the other co-owner and the editor of the website. Hello everyone. And uh, for quite a while, Stephen, we've been calling you the Guardian of Truth. You had a picture on the forum of you revealing yourself as the Guardian of Truth, but that's not what happened on the spoilers. No one needs to know that. Uh, we're also joined by the man simply known as Podcast Worst Nightmare, John. How's it going? <laughs> um, it's actually a very special episode this week. It's our one year anniversary, sort of. Um, last September, September 22nd last year, we, we started ROH Cast. We set out on doing one or two a month. <laughs> it's now turned into at least one a week for now over a year. But we'll get to that more in the news. Um, normally, we start the show talking about the um, latest TV show, but uh, it was Road Rage once again. Two weeks in a row of Road Rage from the marvellous Boiling Point pay-per-view. So uh, if it wasn't good the first time. I'm sure watching it twice is going to be even better. So um, there's going to be no... enough of watching Brutal Bob pound Adam Cold's sweet delicate mouth. <laughs> I'm going to play the clip again. Here's, yeah, it's now time for the ROH cast road rage where we take a look back at Boiling Point. Because, Adam, you are a sweet little boy. But see, what I'm going to do is I'm going to humble you because you have a sweet, delicate little mouth suitable for pounding. There we go. That's our road rage. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I'm sure Mondo tells Maria the same thing. <laughs> Um, next week is also, we found out this week, another Road Rage. So that's three weeks of Road Rages in a row. We had two from Bowling Point, and now we have one from Death Before Dishonor X10. So, um... What's the point of ordering the IP reviews when you don't get to watch them live, and then you get to watch the matches for free on TV a few weeks later? Two weeks later, yeah, that is, it is ridiculous. We paid money, it didn't work live. We had to watch it on a replay a few days later. If we would have just held out and waited two weeks, we could have seen an hour of the show for free. They put the they put Which, this road rage on almost as quickly as they put the replay up. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, so that wraps up the TV discussion. So next week's going to be the same sort of thing. There's no new TV to talk about, which is annoying because they just recorded some this past weekend. So if they would have rushed, got their act together, um, they could have perhaps got the first episode out this weekend. But no, it's another road rage. So and it's more fact that they've got a pay per view coming up in two weeks' time that there's yeah, uh, nothing towards. There was four weeks of TV between Glory Barna and Death Before Dishonor X10. Uh, three of those were road rages. Only one is fresh TV content. So um, I'm sure we're all going to be really hyped and excited for that one, aren't we? Yeah, the buy rates will be through the roof. Yeah, definitely, especially after how the fans were treated at uh, Death Before Dishonor X10. And uh, we won't rant about that again as me and John did last week, but there's going to be some more rants coming up but um we'll get to the news first after that we've got some questions and topics you've sent in and then we're going to discuss all of the um 
Spoilers from the latest set of TV tapings in Baltimore, which included Survival of the Fittest 2012. So if you don't want to hear that, just uh, shut the show off when you uh, hear the (laughs) very loud spoiler alarm at the end. So uh, we'll just get to the news now. the news has been pretty negative regarding Ring of Honor here on the ROH cast, and we usually start out with some pretty negative news. But as Harry mentioned earlier, the ROH cast just celebrated our one-year anniversary, so we're going to start on a happy foot, and we're going to congratulate ourselves on such an awesome run. We we were talking about this before the show started, before we started recording, and Stephen says, why does anyone still listen to us? Which is a quite a good question. We've not been able to figure that out yet. But we do thank each and every one of you, from the people who actually listen to us from day one to the people who just started listening to us not too long ago. We yes. really appreciate it, especially appreciate when you send us the kind words. Yes, we appreciate all uh, all of our listeners. Thank you for all the feedback and questions you send in every week. We do we do appreciate it. No, so, uh, even one, you've been doing this whole podcasting thing a year, and you just sat there in silence. I think I'm just in shock. As, as you said, I'm shocked that people would, would want to listen to us speaking for over an hour every week. Um, I'm not even sure why we actually started doing this, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I think it's because none of us have any lives and we thought we could just waste an hour randomly talking. Um, so, yeah, thanks to everyone who still listens. Um, I'm not sure why, but well, hopefully we still entertain you. Just bury it in the show. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're a new listener? You've never listened to this show before. And you're just getting terrible reviews from the people on it. And at least we'll give them the whole show rather than just half of it. And... <laughs> That's true. Uh, I know, last week we only got part two put up, which was a Actually, yeah. giant mistake on our part. <laughs> what happened there? Oh, dear. Uh, I was, yeah, think about that. I need to put up a, a blog on our website about that, to be honest. Um... Oh, I should get to doing that in a minute. <laughs> well, speaking of blogs, and on to the usual negative news we announced here on the ROH cast. Somebody named Patrick Edwards. Ooh. I'm not sure who he is or what he the does. The super fan. Now, is that what he calls himself, Stephen? Or no, I think that's what I dubbed super, him. Super, super fan. Super fan, idiot, moron, several other things. Tool is what tool. I... Tool, yeah, tool. <laughs> I, think, I think my reply on the forum was... Lots of expletives that we won't say on a PG-13 show. Um, yeah, this guy's an idiot. Well, the reason Steven's so outraged <laughs> is that this guy, Patrick Edwards, posted a blog on the official Ring of Honor site. And since Steven seems to be so outraged with it, I'll let him describe what it was about. When wow. did the blog um, up, by the way? It was last it was like Thursday or something? So, you know, just a couple of days after Death of Odisana's replay eventually went up, so... Not even a week after the whole kerfuffle with the stream and whatnot. So, uh, what did this blog say by Mr... Mr. Ed- Patrick Edwards. Uh, Mr. I'm assuming no relation to Eddie. I hope. Uh, yeah, we hope, otherwise Eddie would probably 
be quite angry with us. Um, Eddie, Eddie might chop his face, or our face. Yeah. Someone's face would be chopped. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would suggest people go and, uh, go and read it just for its sheer uh, hilarity, to be honest. It's on the blog section of the RH website. Oh, about... you just go to the... Is it being pasted on our forum? So yeah, it's on our forum it's as well. Go, go there, don't bother going to the official. Yeah, com slash forum, not that other thing Stephen mentioned. Yeah, sorry. Um... Yeah, and it, it was just complete rubbish. I mean, he's done about 14 of these now, but this was by far the worst. Um, it was basically just a, a slap in the face to, to, to RH fans. And I mean, I, I've picked out some of the, the, the best quotes because it's quite a long piece and it's a, there's a lot of rubbish in it. So I've picked out the funniest rubbish. Um, he, one of his first comments is, this past Saturday, the Death Before the Sun X I pay-per-view took place live uh, from there's Chicago. There's a mistake, X10. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then this guy doesn't even know what the shows are called. Uh, live from Chicago, and al- <laughs> albeit there being some issues at the start of the broadcast, everything came together quickly, which end resulted <laughs> in an awesome night of RH wrestling action. A, there, there weren't some issues, there were a lot of issues. B, nothing came together quickly, and C, it wasn't an awesome night because no one saw any of it. <laughs> the, but, didn't it didn't work until an hour and a half in, and then it went to intermission as soon as it did start. Half, half of, it was half of the show, it's not... Yeah. It's not the start of the broadcast is not quickly. Half of the show. <laughs> um, and then he goes on. I must admit that I'm very impressed at how RH has made the bold choice to take their live stream iPay per view events into their own hands by producing it themselves at all at all costs in order to deliver a significantly better end product to the fans. <laughs> what? What is this <laughs> utter tribe on about? This is I just complete lies. Think, I don't actually think I've read this. Actually, I don't remember that. That is hilarious. They're owned by a broadcasting company with like billion dollar turnovers. Of course, they can stream it themselves. That's what broadcasters do. They but at least they, at least, least they, they go buy. to all costs to give us the to the, all costs. Yes, a significantly better they... end product than what than GoFight Live. GoFight Live produced on percentage, a, you know, a higher percentage of uh, successful pay per views than than RAs have done themselves. So significantly better than what nothing. I mean, what's uh, I don't understand what he's going on about again. Yeah, the best part of this is they got they got rid of GoFight Live because they placed the blame on the streams on GoFight Live, but now that they're doing it by themselves, they refuse to take the blame. It seems like by posting blogs such as this one. Yeah. Next bit. It speaks volumes that ROH strives to and pulls out all the stops, caring about the fans to bring us the very best wrestling product possible. <laughs> they pull out all the stops that they ignore fans who say that the stream's not working. They refuse to acknowledge that there's a problem, and then don't help people when they ask for a, a, a res, you know resolution. And they retweet <laughs> retweet insults. That was my favorite. Yeah, retweet insults. So uh, basically, all of this so far is complete and utter lies and just not true. As a fan, I mean, yeah, he's clearly not a fan. He's he's clearly I mean, he clearly works for Sinclair. Apparently, he's some kind of like local PR guy who sets up. Um, you know, wrestlers to appear on that like, radio. And- <laughs> so someone on the forum called him Ring of Honor's Minister of Propaganda. <laughs> he, he is basically, but he's doing a very bad job. Um, yeah, as a fan, it's nice to see that RH remains committed to not let the fans down and will always do right by the fans. What? As in this case, by providing free copies of the Death Sports Honor X event DVD or the right to a full refund, even though the majority of the show was perfectly streamed. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, you're not a fan. If you were a fan, you'd be very annoyed about all of this and wouldn't be posting this crap. Uh, Ring of Honor Romance committed to not let the fans down. Well, that's not really true either. Um, they always do right by the fans. Again, not very true. 
They're giving free copies of, a, of an event that people have ordered. That's paid like, for, and we can watch it online at any point. And to be honest, <laughs> with a DVD, you can only put that in DVD player or games console, but with the replay we've got, we can watch it on our phones, tablets, laptop, computers, so the, the replay version is a lot more practical than a DVD. And yeah. I have a question. I have a question. When did the show go up full on replay? It was on a Tuesday, correct? Tuesday at 2 o'clock Eastern because we were about to record the podcast and uh, we found the replay up and just watched and it. And what time did the uh, deal to get a refund end? Wasn't it midday? It was 24 it was hours. on Tuesday. So you had less time to get your refund than it did for them to put their whole show up <laughs> on their website. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that really annoyed me as well. The you know the twenty four hours to get a refund. Why are they putting a time limit? They're just trying to dupe fans out of not getting any money back. That's not yeah, they are. Yeah, they're just trying to. And the fact they didn't put this apology anywhere publicly it wasn't on Twitter, the Facebook, the website. It was just to email of those people who bought it. So someone might not check their email, or someone might have sent. uh, what you call it, Ring of Honor to the junk mail, which I'd recommend because it's garbage <laughs> like that. Um, so people might not see this, so it, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, that, 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 the only reason they'd do that is to try and dupe fans of, of getting money back, which in my opinion doesn't constitute doing everything they can to do things right by the fans. And it keeps going, the majority of the show is perfectly streamed, and that, that's complete and that's a crap, it wasn't. There was half of the show, I mean, I think I tried it on my iPhone and it started working halfway through the... Um, uh, Titus and Rettutus versus Briscoe's match, which was the the penultimate match before uh, intermission, and then I think it started working on the computers during the Homicide and Jay Lethal match. Yeah, it was during the Homicide Jay Lethal match when it uh, actually appeared on the computer, and which is also where the replay started. Yeah. So, but if it was fine all night, if it was fine all night, like Mr. Edwards, why why wasn't the replay full? Why was it only when? It, the stream actually started working for Yeah, if the, if the first half was completely fine, then why couldn't they have put it all up together? Because mm-hmm. it wasn't fine, Mr. Patrick Edwards. This is... It, it is just bad. I mean, I don't know who this guy is. As you said, it's some PR guy or something. But Ring of Honor would never do like this. It's just like the, the whole thing just comes off like they're just a slap in the face to the fans. They're just being sarcastic. Um, and it's, it's just almost, not it's fair. Almost a rib. It's, it's so badly worded and so badly... Mm-hmm. It's just so over ridiculous. the top and ridiculous. It's that. almost a rib at the fans, basically saying, you know, screw you, basically. Yeah, it it, it, it is terrible. They should have apologised or something for it. If he's a PR guy, then he must be the worst PR guy in the entire world, and he shouldn't have a job because, as I say, this has just made fans angry. This hasn't smoothed anything over. This is surely he knew by posting this, it was going to make people angry. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, are they? I mean, I, I don't blame him entirely because obviously you know, Ring of Honor have told him to write this and Ring of Honor have okayed this. So it's Ring of Honor's fault at the end of the day. You know, or Sinclair or whatever. But it got through editor or... I'm guessing, like, this guy wrote it and then I don't mean, I don't think there's any editorial to be I think someone sends it into the webmaster or whatever it is and he puts it on the website. I don't think there's any... Mm. There's, uh, there's always problems with stuff. But Is it still on there? Have they removed it or edited it? No, it's still it? there. It's still there. There's still links to it on the the homepage when you go to blogs and stuff. So they, even all the negative reaction, they they don't, they just don't care. It's, mm. I think that that's that's just Ring of Honor's sort of remit the last six months or so. They just don't care about fans. They don't care about anything. They basically just screw you. So that's the that's the message I'm getting from this. Yeah, it uh, really is that it, it is ridiculous that that is on the official website. Ring of Honor retweeting it, promoting it. Hey, check this blog out, and it's just it's just taking the piss really. 
But Mr. S- Mr. Uh, Superfan continues, if something goes oh, wrong... Wait, it t- there's more. Oh, I thought it was over. But yeah. No, 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 there's, there's, there's more. If something goes wrong, they take care of the fans and then strive to continue, to continue delivering to as many fans as possible. See, this, that would have been true if they had done the same thing they did for Border Wars, I believe it was, and give the next iPad review away free or at a highly discounted rate. But what we're getting is a show that we got to see part of. <laughs> it, it, I don't see how that fixes it in any way whatsoever. Like, I... I thought, you know, once I got to see the whole show, I thought it was a pretty good show, but I don't think I ever want to watch it again. No. And I would be fine if the UPS, or UPS, whoever sends this to me, loses it at their headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, be a good coaster. I mean, send that, it, that's, send that's it back to them. You should seriously do this. When it comes to you, Just there'll be a return address or something. Just write on the actual case, no thanks, and post <laughs> back to them. <laughs> You should totally do that. And just put www.rohworld.com at the bottom. <laughs> uh, and the last bit, I mean, I don't want to dwell on this too much because it's a load of crap, but Miss Patrick Edwards then tries to justify... Miss <laughs> Patrick Edwards, did you just say? Mr. Patrick Edwards oh, okay. then, then continues to justify this whole situation by using the worst analogy I've ever heard in my entire life. He says, look at it this way. How many times has your smartphone just turned itself off and rebooted for no reason? Never. Mine does yeah. that all the time, actually. But uh, I think Harry understands my technical issues. Yeah, John just can't use anything that is powered by electricity, basically. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never had this happen to me. And he goes on, does this, this, does this happening change your opinion of the phone that now yes. has, <laughs> that now yes, has 100 does. more features than your last phone? Uh, Do you stop using smartphones? What? No, my I... phone never switches off. No, uh, since I'm the one who has this problem, let me be the one who answers this. My phone shuts off and turns back on like that once or twice a week, I'd have to say. I think Does it change my phone. opinion on the phone? Absolutely. I get so mad at my phone. <laughs> I throw it I throw it down. That's, that's probably why, that's that's probably why, why it turns off if you're throwing it around. But, <laughs> but I, get, I get really mad. I, I go to the place. I ask what I can do to change it. I get a new phone. And if my new phone goes, I get a different phone provider. But he says, no. Do you start using smartphones? No, you wait for the fix and appreciate the technology that belongs to your phone. Technology isn't perfect, but it does continuously improve. (laughs) So basically he's saying that you should just sit there, let Ring of Honor be really terrible because they're improving. So we should just sit here, pay our $15, expect not to watch the whole show, and just be like, you know what? Who cares? Ring of Honor are trying, okay? They're trying to improve. Let's just give them more money and let them be subpar. Why would we go well, anywhere else? Putting, I'm going to start putting on iPad reviews of me just walking around the house. <laughs> pay $14.95. I'm trying my best. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we should start charging $14.95 for these episodes? I mean, we're yeah, trying to make some things. And when you think we're rubbish, then, you know, we're trying to improve. Just let us off about it. At and least these shows work. That's, that's yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah, the worst t- analogy ever. If your if your phone is terrible, if anything you own doesn't work, you don't Take buy that brand again. You buy a new one that isn't that brand. If, if my mm. if my laptop stops working now, I get rid of. I don't buy another HP. I buy something else. So th- that that analogy doesn't make sense. I mean, that the whole thing didn't make sense. I mean, th- those are just some of the the funniest points. I mean, it's in you know it's up in its entirety on the RH website, but it's. It's a load of rubbish, so I wouldn't bother reading it. It just it would make you angry and make you want to hit him. So basically, <laughs> uh, Ring of Honor doesn't care about you as a fan. As long as you give them money, they'll try and improve. If not, then just deal with it. 
Oh, I need to do my uh, Harry's weekly reminder that I said I'm going to start doing. Do do not buy Glory Barner 11 until people confirm it works. Simple. I'm going to keep saying that every week. And if people buy it and it doesn't work, I'll say, I told you, I told you. And unfortunately, we're going to be the ones buying it and letting people know. Yeah, we're the guinea pigs, unfortunately. Buy it, buy it the following Thursday when it's finally up, the whole replay. The replay. Give them two weeks, maybe. Yeah. No, actually, no, just wait two weeks. It'll be on Road Rage. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that, that's the end of the Patrick Edwards segment of this show, which yeah, is far too show. long. Mr. We... Edwards, if you're listening, you're welcome to come on the show. I'm sure there'll be some fantastic questions from the fans. Yeah, maybe listeners. you can continue your excellent PR work and maybe put a positive spin on all this and say that it was a massive rib and that you and you were just joking and you're a massive RH fan and stuff, but I doubt it. Mm. So moving on to uh, other news now. <laughs> yeah. um, in addition to the several matches that have been announced for Killer Instinct in Raleigh, New Jersey, on October 6th, I believe, is the date. Uh, in addition to the matches, that is uh, Jay Lethal challenging for the ROH World Championship against Kevin Steen, uh, Davy Richards versus Mike Mondo, and the Briscoes versus Adam Cole and Eddie Edwards. A new match has been announced for the uh, ROH World Tag Team titles. The new champions, Jimmy Jacobs and Steve Carino, will defend the belts against Rhett Titus and B.J. Whitmer and Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team in a three-way title match. I'm sure as hell not going to sit up here and toot our own horns, but toot toot, toot toot. Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team! Toot toot, toot toot. That is a beautiful song, if I if I do say so. If I could, I'd make that my ringtone. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about this match, to be honest so we, with you. I'm going to be... Um, this may sound bad, but I don't care because I'm not going to be watching it. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a match on a house show. I'm sure it would be decent enough for the fans there, but I'm not going to be watching it so I'm not really that fussed and the titles aren't going to change hands that soon and especially on an untelevised event so that's my quite negative I'm sorry but it's how I feel and that is pretty much uh, describes how I feel but I just find it weird that Whitmer comes out of nowhere to be Titus's partner is the only thing I'm kind of confused about but I guess we can just leave that be since it's only on a house show. It's an undercard match, so. Mm. You can't really look too much into that. No. But I was surprised. I didn't know this match was happening, though. The Briscoes versus Cole and Edwards. That, that should, should be, be really good. good. That should be really good, yeah. But aren't <laughs> Edwards and Cole facing each other at Glory Bayana the week sure after are. this? And now they're teaming up the week before. It's crazy. Craziness, I say. All these strange teams being put together. But speaking of Adam Cole, uh, we, there's an uh, article up on the site by Dave. Who's next for Adam Cole? And it kind of asked the question, who's next for Adam Cole? <laughs> wow, well done. <laughs> it basically talks about his reign so far as TV champion and what it can be going forward and who he could face. And it's a good read. And there's also another new column up on ROHworld.com. Titled ROH iPay-Per-View Beware. And I'm pretty sure that's how all... Always beware on ROH iPay-Per-View. Oh, I I apologize. But that's basically how uh, all 
ROH fans feel about iPay-Per-View these days is by Ari Bernstein. So, and it's another good read. I mean... Yeah, he's sort of talking about the blog that Patrick Edwards wrote, and uh, he's got some quotes from him in there, and he's talking about how Ring of Honor have handled the whole thing terribly and comparing it with a sort of um, Shikara and Smartmark video that happened the same weekend and how they all got their stuff together so much quicker and more professionally than Ring of Honor. So um, that was actually put across loads of different websites so be sure to go and check it out uh, the best version of course is on rohworld.com exactly if you're not reading it on rohworld.com on you're not reading the you're not reading the best there is out there i believe that's exactly what you just said i started to say it in a different way on, no on, don't focus on it keep going <laughs> even more big news for our website the glory by honor 11 microsite is now up with some pretty pretty amazing graphics if i do say so myself harry Oh yeah, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. These graphics are uh, are amazing. I, I put together the Microsoft graphics for Glory by Honor 11 for every iPay-Per-View card because Ring of Honor doesn't do this because they're stupid. I create a page that has the, all the matches on with fancy graphics that look quite professional and not like they were done in Microsoft Paint. Um, there's five matches been announced and they're all on the Microsoft. I'll just qu- quickly run through them. Um, Glory by Honor 11 takes place on October 13th. Uh, a mere four weeks after Death Before Dishonor X10 with one week of fresh TV content to build it up. Um, so we have Kevin Steen defending the world title against Michael Elgin. We have Adam Cole defending the TV title against Eddie Edwards. Scum defending the tag team titles against the Briscoes. Davy Richards taking on Killer Instinct, Jay Lethal, the unbeatable one. And we have... Mike Commando versus Mike Bennett. Four out of five sound pretty good to me, but as I've said, don't buy it until we know it's working. See, I'm serious. I'm going to keep saying this. Just don't buy it. I mean, yeah, four of those five matches look really good, but do you really want to just gamble and give this company any money without any guarantees? So either wait for the replay or just wait for, you know, positive word on the forum and Twitter that it is working. Absolutely. Unless, so, well, unless what happens here is no one buys it, waiting for a word from the few guinea pigs like us. Once there's been confirmation from the guinea pigs that it is working, everyone jumps in to buy it, crashes the website. Yeah, I don't. I don't think but, ROH website can handle more than like twenty people watching. What? <laughs> this makes me mad. They ran the test of Danielson versus CM Punk, correct? Yeah, this was before they saw. They, yeah, this is before Border Wars. This is the that was the first one they streamed themselves, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. They saw that that didn't work. They went forward with it anyways. <laughs> Border Wars didn't work. So they went forward with Best in the World. That worked as far as I can remember. Bowling Point worked because no one bought it. No, I bought it. Then they go to Deathly Four Dishonor. That doesn't work. So three out of the five things they tried streaming has not worked. <laughs> but what are they going to do? Just put on some more. There's another one in a couple of weeks. Yay. I'm wondering what kind of free stuff we're going to get when this one doesn't work. I don't know. Free ringside membership? They're just going to give that away now that everyone's cancelled the renewals. Yeah, free, maybe free ringside. Maybe, uh, I don't know. They, they might just give out a free shirt. Like, I bought a Ring of Honor pay-per-view and all I got was this crappy t-shirt or something like that. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. We should make that. <laughs> Coming soon to the ROHworld.com store. Yes. 
Definitely. Any more news? That that is all the news for this week. Well, um, Stephen has has done a Ring of Honor pay per view and just disappeared. He's gone. We we don't know what's happened to him. He's put beer out back in the chat. We don't know where he is. So did I'm he, gonna have to... his tape out in the car. I don't know. I think we've done that joke too many times at this point. But uh, I'm going to make it every time. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> so that means I'm going to have to take over and do the questions and topics that you sent in. There are so many ways you can do this. Um, you can tweet us at roh underscore world. You can go on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash roh world. You can go on our forum, rohworld.com slash forum. Just head to the ROH cast sticky thread on there. Or you can send us an email to contact at rohworld.com. So uh, we'll get to those topics and questions that you've sent in. Oh <laughs> what is that? Seriously. That makes me so happy. <laughs> um, okay, we have one from Soul Crusher on Twitter. Um, when will Ring of Honor be going widescreen on their DVD releases? <laughs> At this rate, 2015 or something. When I don't think they understand. I don't think they know what widescreen is. I don't think they understand aspect ratios because, from what I remember, um, this might have been corrected. I, I don't know, but um, the live stream of Death Before Designer when it did eventually work was you know 16 by 9 uh, ratio full widescreen. The replay was in 4 by 3 standard. How did that? How does that even happen? I don't know. I don't, I, they don't know what they're doing. I mean, that's <laughs> like it was filmed in widescreen. So why are they? Um, is it cropping it or stretching it? Whatever they do to make it just standard four by three. It's stupid. They should be widescreen at this point. It's 2012 for God's sake. Um, we have from at. But I don't want to get this wrong. Bussy Inc. B u s s e y Inc. I don't know. Um, do you think the books? We'll re-sign with the Ring of Honor. Uh, I don't see why they would, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't, because if they have been under contract for a year, I mean, look how rarely they've been used. They're sort of like the tag team equivalent of TJ Perkins, aren't they, with how much they've been used and whatnot. So unless they're going to get some sort of guarantee from Ring of Honor that they're going to be booked, then um, booked, <laughs> then I doubt they'll be signed. Or re-signed, rather, whatever. Yeah, I don't see any reason for them to resign unless they do get the guarantee that they're going to actually be used. Mm. I would be surprised if they go back to TNA with the sort of change in booking and philosophy over there. It seems like they'd be a a good fit to face uh, Daniels and Kaz, but we won't dream about that on this podcast. Um, we'll now go to the questions on Facebook. Um, this is from Ken. <laughs> is it just me? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, this is about TNA. Um, I'll read it anyway. Is it me or is Kenny King being off TV since his pay-per-view loss against Zima Ion? Is he handstand kicking himself in the ass for signing with TNA or what? (laughs) I thought he was on vacation. That's why he hadn't been on for a while. That's a poorly timed vacation. I don't don't know. But he hasn't been on there um, on Impact for a while. But anyway. I I figured he'll probably make more appearances after... Uh, Bound for Glory because I'm sure they're using a lot of their TV time up. Mm, to build a big the series, the, yeah, you're probably right. 
Um, we have another one from Ken, just a comment actually on our Facebook wall, not a direct um, reply to our thing asking for questions. Um, he says, spoiler alert, I just attended the Ring of Honor TV tapings, which are set to air on July 15th, 2015. John Cena shows up for commentary and gets major heat when he says that everyone has been saying that Kevin Steen reminds them of a young John Cena. <laughs> it could happen. Who knows? Um, we have Anthony. What were your thoughts of the pure title and would you like to see it brought back? I like the pure title. It was something different. I'm not sure if I want to see it brought back, but I think you know having pure title map or the pure title or pure wrestling rules matches from time to time, it would be a nice welcome addition to what we've been You only really want that back so you can explain the rules every single week like you did with the hybrid fighting rules. Exactly. I am the... Uh, I, I Unlike the NFL replacement officials, I know the rules here in Ring of Honor. Boom, <laughs> American football joke that you do not get. <laughs> um, I, I kind of felt like the hybrid fighting rules was like a current day equivalent of the pure title rules, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, that I, type of thing. Yeah, I wouldn't honestly. With as much crap as we gave the hybrid fighting rules, it turned out to be pretty, pretty awesome. Mm, so I wouldn't mind seeing a few more of those sometime in the future. Maybe it could be like Kyle O'Reilly's like gimmick specialty match, <laughs> even though he did technically lose, I guess. That's true. Uh, Macklin says, any news on Generico? I mean, really, why isn't he in ROH when he draws big money for Shikara and PWG? Just another example of Ring of Honor missing the boat once again. I think he just doesn't want to sign a contract, to be honest. Yeah, it seems like he's a... I mean, even if you do sign a contract, doesn't mean you're going to get used too much in Ring of yeah, Honor. Yeah, look at TJP. He, took like a, he, got, he got paid a third of what he normally got when he signed his contract, and then he never got booked, so he never got paid. So I can't blame Generico for not signing. I'm sure he makes lots of money doing all these other dates, and you know he's not restricted by anything, so... I feel like old Ring of Honor would have just used him anyway, when he is a free, even if he doesn't want to sign. But mm-hmm. uh, Stephen, you're back. Any opinions uh, about Generico? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but basically, I mean, basically what you said. I mean, there's even if he's not wouldn't sign a contract, there's no reason why he shouldn't be used. I mean, mm. even if he is going to go and work, you know, evolve and don't get you a saying Shakara, he's he's that good that you that there shouldn't be any reason why they're not bringing him in. I mean, that he's. He's been a big loss since since he left, and uh, I mean, I, I, maybe not give him a title if he's not going to sign a contract. But I mean, have him on the shows. I mean, he's such he's he's probably my one of my favourites in Ring of Honor, if not my you know my complete favourite. He, he you know he never has a bad bad match. He always has puts on a good show, and the, the crowd love him. So I just don't see why they wouldn't want want him on their shows. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, so that's the Twitter and Facebook ones done. Let me just check the you've forum. Stolen, you've stolen my... Well, my, you, uh, you disappeared after doing the show. Uh, I'm back now, and I'm back for Mark's special segment of Troll Questions. Oh, are you taking over now, are you? Just yeah, coming I, in here, yeah, I'm coming taking here. over. Who are you, SBG? Come on. <laughs> if you don't sign that contract, I'm, I'm getting rid of you. <laughs> uh, Marketh asks, At Deathboards on X10, we saw Vader Scott reveal herself to be the Hoopla Hussey. When she dove in the way of Steen Superkick to protect Truth Martini. Thoughts on this interesting development? I think we should ask John that because he's quite a. He follows Vader Scott quite um, intensely. (laughs) In more ways than one. (laughs) He does a lot of thinking about Vader Scott, don't you, John? 
Um, I'm just going to leave that at no comment. Just for the, <laughs> I think that'd be best for all parties involved in that one. But yeah, um, I, I, I would like to see a Truth Martini, Veda, Truth Martini, Veda Scott power couple. Yeah, I think no, they could. That'd be pretty good. And I, and I didn't need the hoopla hussy. He said hoopla hottie, but hoopla oh. hussy, yeah. yeah I think she turns she had to be the hussy. Maybe she's the one in, in being used in the hoopla video. Like. Maybe she was part of the collusion between wow. Hoopla and House of Truth. No, maybe she asked, you know, really sort of confusing questions to Champa to confuse him before his matches. And that's why he's always so angry. Yeah. <laughs> why don't I think? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, right, next one from Marcus. He says, "Is there no one in RH trying to prevent the murder of Kevin Steen at the hands of Jay Lethal? The man has been unstoppable and now has found his killer instinct. We don't want Steen to destroy RH, but I don't think anyone wants him murdered either. That is the one thing we can truly blame on Cornette." <laughs> yeah, he's found that killer instinct, so that's obviously what Cornette wants. He wants Kevin Steen dead. So, <laughs> there we I mean, go. Uh, have you guys seen the the poster for the Killer Instinct show? No, I haven't. I didn't know it had a poster. Is it fantastic, like the Glory Bino logo? It 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 is. I mean, I'm not sure where it is, but <laughs> Macklin sent it to me. <laughs> Macklin sent it to me, but it was. It's not. It doesn't seem to be on the website anymore. Is it real? I'm pretty sure it's real. Yeah. <laughs> you sure it's not one that Macklin just made up and he's just like, hey, check this out. No, it was. It was that terrible. It must have been an official RH one. <laughs> it was. It, it was weird. It was basically lethal sort of has his hand out and his hand is sort of dripping with blood. <laughs> what? And that... I have no... I, I had no words for it, really. I don't know... I don't know if they posted it on Facebook or something, but... I'm going to have to try and find this because this sounds amazing. If we find it, we'll put it on the... Um, the podcast post. Because, yeah, I mean, it was... I mean, I can always upload it, I think. I think about it on my phone somewhere. But I can always upload it, but... Yeah, it was... It was bad. <laughs> Um, I don't think we have any other uh, listener topics on the floor. Oh, I have found it, yes. It is... Uh... Oh, my God. Maybe, maybe we can have oh, a live reaction. Found it too. That looks like a horror film. <laughs> it's like... It's got a really pixelated Ring of Honor logo, and it's got like a black and white photo with Jay Lethal and some really poorly... Oh, my God. I just thought it was something horrible. I'm not sure if I can say it on this show. I, I think Stop. Macklin said exactly what you're thinking. He has, like, okay, let me explain this photo. It's a black and white photo of Jay Lethal. He's got his hands out, um, just stretching all his fingers apart. Two of his fingers have blood on them. Um, I think he just strained going to the toilet. I, I don't know. I don't know where he's been putting those fingers, but I think it might have been the wrong time of the month, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Could have been a carry situation. <laughs> yeah, that looks so, so bad. There's some blood He's... dripping off the top right of the picture, too. For no Where does that come from? Yeah. It just sort of flung. <laughs> when he pulled his hand off. <laughs> this, whole, this whole gimmick is just... I don't know what they think it is, but it's completely not what they, they think. <laughs> he, we... I mean, he's, he's not going around killing people. He's kicked one guy in the nuts, and that was it. And hit a referee with a leaf. No, I mean, look, he's been putting fingers in places they shouldn't be based on that photo. Is it is this is it me or Ring of Honor like secretly sort of promoting sort of sexual abuse? I think they are actually. They're, I mean, they're, they're promoting, they're pushing Mundo for being some kind of rapist. They're pushing Jay Lethal for doing that sort of thing, which isn't nice. I mean, is is this what Ring of Honor has become? Have they become some sort of underground 
you know, sort of, I don't know. It's just, I, I don't think we should support this company anymore if they're promoting that sort of thing. It's too violent. It's a PG show, remember, with their TV show. It is. I mean, that this could give children nightmares for, for months. <laughs> Gonna look give me it. nightmares for months. Look at look how lethal he looks. He just looks like he looks like he's gonna kill me. He has found his killer instinct, that's for sure. Yeah. I just hope he doesn't kick me in the nuts. Oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the end of the uh, listen to topics. Yeah. <laughs> that's an awful note to end on. Should we end on the email we received? Have we done spoilers? Yeah, I mean, end of the segment, you fool. Oh, I, oh, I don't know. Yes, go on, yeah. We received a nice email from a fan of the podcast named Crystal, who has been listening since June. Um, you I'll need just... a medal. Yes. Yeah, and she, uh, they said that they're going to go back and listen to old episodes. Don't no. do Please, no. seriously, we, we are begging you, because our Rich Cast episode one, that intro, it's just you know it's bad when you hear that intro. If this is the most professional we've ever been, just imagine what the first one was like. No, we were we used to be more professional. We were more sort of serious, and we cut out any botches, and they were placed at the end. But now the botches are the show. Or to be honest, the show is a botch. It's probably a better way of wording. It was it. probably better back then. But I think it was probably more entertaining this now because we just. It's just chaos. Yeah, we don't care anymore. <laughs> just like we, we, we found our killer instinct. We don't care. We're just going. You know, we're, we'll just do anything. Yeah, so thank you for that email, Crystal. We we are happy that you enjoy the show. So uh, is that it? Is that the end of the pre-spoiler section of the show? I, I, actually, I don't know if you saw. I think Ken posted something on our on our Facebook wall. That's been covered during your absence. Well, I wasn't here, so I didn't know. Did I? It's terrible. You should, you should know that I'm prepared and I know what to do with these things. Um, anyway. Um, now we're going to move on to the spoilers. We'll be talking about the TV tapings from Baltimore that te- took place on the 22nd of September. Fan Appreciation Night. Don't know what that was about. Don't know why, why it was labelled as a mini pay-per-view. But but, but if, it was, if the fans were appreciated in any way that Patrick Edwards said they were appreciated, I can't see it have gone too well. <laughs> I wonder if Patrick Edwards just came out and just read his blog post over and over again to the fans. <laughs> Well, you'll have to tune into the spoilers segment to find out. And, uh, excuse me, also at the tapings was this year's Survival of the Fittest Tournament. So we'll be talking about who won that, who was eliminated and whatnot. So uh, if you don't want to hear any spoilers, we recommend you shut the podcast now. Delete it off from your iPhone, whatever, wherever you're listening to this. Um, But uh, for those who do want to listen to it, be sure to stick around after the giant alarm. For those who are leaving us, we hope you enjoyed the show and we'll see you next week. That was quite long. I apologise if any of our listeners are deaf, although they couldn't even hear me say that if they were. Well, if someone just skips and just skips to that moment, all they hear is that. Oh, my God. They'd literally just cry. (laughs) Okay, so uh, the tapings were split into four episodes. As usual, um, the first one will air on October 6th, 2012. This is the only show that will happen before Glory by Honor at 11. So, um... Yeah, a bit strange when you think about it, actually. Uh, Survival of the Fittest, 2012. Adam Cole defeated Tadarius Thomas. Rhett Titus and new tag team partner BJ Whitmer defeated Charlie House and Shelton Benjamin. BJ picked up the win with a schoolboy on Shelton, but after the match, Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team beats both men down. So. Is that Rhett's new finisher? Rhett's new finisher? 
Oh, did, uh, did BJ Whitman get the pin? Yes. Oh, well, that's their new, that's their tag team finisher. No, I said the Edwards' move is the roll-up. Well, everyone seems to be using that, especially especially Titus. He's using it all the time. <laughs> um, so, oh, yeah, he used it at the pay-per-view, didn't he? He wanted to use it to win the belt, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm not sure what... I'll have to see how that pans out. I'm not sure about this Reptiles BJ Whitmer thing. I, I think they... Uh, as we spoke you know, before the podcast, I think they needed to put Titus back in a tag team because... I, I've been a bit disappointed with him, to be honest. I think, you know, it's, when King left, I, I thought that they'd really push Titus and he could, you know, he could become one of the, you know, big singles wrestlers in ROH. But since, you know, since he has been on his own, he's just sort of, I don't know, he's just, he's lacked something. And I think his promos have, have, haven't been great. I just think he seems really forced in his, you know, his delivery of promos. And in the ring as well, he's just been, I suppose, you know, the, the whole him and Haas team hasn't really helped him. Um, but yeah, I think putting him back in a tag team is probably best for now because I think I think he really does miss Kenny King, to be honest. Mm. Um, I think they've got the segments in the wrong order here. Um, no, not our report, just how Ring of Honor have done it. Um, Scum come out to cut a promo in the ring, but are cut off by Truth Martini and Michael Elgin. Um, Elgin began to attack Steen, but was outnumbered by three members of Scum. Rhino and the Guardians of Truth make the save. However, Elgin doesn't appreciate the help. They thought I wanted help. They were wrong. That those, uh, those guidance of truth are so nuts. I wonder who they are. Tune in. Uh, to, tune in to find out. Um, and then in the main event of the Go Home Show for Glory Bayana, Coleman and Alexander defeat Steve Carino, Steve Carino and Jimmy Jacobs by DQ. And during a post-match beatdown, Michael Elgin made the save. So unless that somehow ends with Elgin and Steen doing something... It seems a bit strange, but I'll have to just see how it pans out on October 6th. Um, the second show, October 13th, 2012. Um, oh, my God. Davy Richards defeats Mike Bennett in a survival of the fittest qualifier. The end of the match saw Mike Bennett distracted by Mike Mondo, who was basically raping Maria once again. This is twice he's done this. Now, he's a repeat offender. The same victim twice. This is... How has he not been arrested yet? How is he getting away with this? Why hasn't she got a restraining order? I mean, now this this airs. This is October thirteenth. This is the weekend of Glory Bayana, and most people will see this after Glory Bayana. So I don't know if that feud's going to continue. Final battle. Oh Benny Mondo three. Maria on a pole match. Actually, we could watch Maria on a pole. That might be quite. Cool. <laughs> um, but you've said this before, John. This feud makes no sense from a heel face dynamic because the heel, Mike Bennett. Is trying to defend his girlfriend from being put in these horrible situations by this Mike Mondo, who is apparently the face, who is trying to basically have his way with another man's girlfriend without permission. And they, come on, that's not that's the wrong way around, surely. Exactly. Why should I cheer Mondo for? Cheer the rapist, yeah. Cheer rape, the rapist. Rape, rape, rape. rape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they need to. That's. Drop that, that's stupid, that whole thing. Um, Tommaso, speaking of stupid, Tommaso Ciampa and R.D. Evans come out for a promo. R.D. Evans says that Ciampa is a thoroughbred, but when a thoroughbred has a broken leg, you need to shoot it, put it down. Um, as as we discussed before, I think he's got, Ciampa's got, is it torn ACL? I believe it's a torn ACL, yes. So it might and be out first. Don't tell me what happens next. J.D. comes out and kills Ciampa in cold blood. <laughs> Just kills him right there on the spot, and that's where the blood came from. Um... No, actually, you're wrong. Oh. Uh, so Champa could be out for up to a year, but Ardy Evans, who needs 
you know, Tommaso Ciampa with his talent and whatnot. He's got a new client. <laughs> QT Marshall. What yeah. Do you think... Oh, God. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> this means we're going to have to watch Marshall on a consistent basis, getting somewhat of a push. Well, why would you waste R.D. Evans on QT Marshall? R.D. Evans is probably one of the best, if not the best, talker in ROH. Because QT Marshall is so useless at everything, they have to give him something <laughs> good to work with to make it look at least a little competent. I don't, I don't know why they've buried Champa in this one. I know he's going to be injured for ages, but they've basically buried him to put over QT Marshall. And, you know, I, I've not seen a whole lot of QT Marshall. I know he's only a few. <laughs> Look at you. I wish I was like that. <laughs> and, you know, I, know, I know a lot of people have said he's not been great, but he, he just seems very generic and a very generic wrestler. I mean, there's nothing particularly about him that makes you think, you know, well, this What does he bring be... to Ring of Honor that's unique, entertaining or different? Nothing. A strange name and a robe. Marshall? Marshall? I don't know. I like his robe, but he just stole it from Ric Flair. So he's Ric. He's basically he is if Ric Flair and Mike Mondo had some sort of child that was on a very <laughs> tight budget. That is Q T Marshall. <laughs> Marshall, sorry, Marshall. Get it right. Get it right. Yeah, but I mean, I think this is going to set up eventually. Champa coming back and sort of attacking. Hopefully, he Champa. just completely destroys Q T Marshall and he doesn't come yeah. back. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with the whole Nana and Evans thing, whether Nana will bring, you know, align with someone or bring someone in to feud with Evans and Marshall. Um, Jay Lethal. Well, Jay Lethal defeated QT Marshall, unbeatable Jay Lethal, with the lethal injection. Uh, I, I, I really like the way that they've scheduled this as well. Like Evans is like, screw you, Champa. This is this guy's awesome. I'm going to get him as my new client. And then he goes and jobs to Lethal. <laughs> Yeah, the moment after. That's... Why, why would you put that exactly after that segment? Surely you'd change it so that segment is like the, the episode before or something. Mm. I mean, him why didn't Ardy Evans get unbeatable Jay Lethal as his new client? He never loses. He, he is unbeatable. I've been telling everyone for months this. He, he is unbeatable. Why not pick him, Ardy Evans? <laughs> um, Prince Nana came out after the match and attacked Ardy Evans. So, as you said, Stephen, Nana that, probably aligned is... himself with someone. That'd be the best TV of the whole taping, probably. Yeah, that October thirteenth. Tune in. Don't watch Ring of. uh, (laughs) Don't watch Glory Barna. Just watch Prince Nana attack Hardy Evans. Um, Then in the main event for the world title, Kevin Steen defeated Red Titus via F five. Episode three will air on October twentieth, two thousand twelve. This is just. This is going to be a strange week. Just three survival of the fittest qualifiers. So. there's no promos by the looks of it. I'm guessing they'll be inside Ring of Honor, but no in-ring segments here. Um, yeah, Roderick Strong defeated Homicide. Can we just say, actually, I don't like how these tournaments take up TV. It feels like well, we've had... This is our third or fourth tournament this year, isn't it? We've had, we had March Mayhem, then we had something else. We had the, the, um, the Sun thing, the uh, Blind Destiny. Yeah, yeah, Blind yeah we had... March Mayhem, Blind Destiny, the, the tag team thingy, the Survival of the Fittest, so that's four tournaments. We had the one for the $10,000 too, didn't we? Was that March Mayhem? No, I thought there was a tag team thing for 10 It might have been March Mayhem. Yeah, March Mayhem. I don't Mayhem. know. They put in like $2,000 each. Or yeah, something. it was stupid. Then... But like, they do all these tournaments, so basically most of the TV taping is taken up by a tournament, which gives them less time to actually build stuff in matches. And the Survival of the Fittest tournament doesn't... 
the whole point of it really was that it was done on one night to show that one guy could have a singles match and then go on and have a six-man match and win it all in one night. night. Yeah, that's the whole point of Survival of the Fittest that he showed he was the fittest by wrestling. Well, in in kayfabe, Jay Lethal has a two-week gap before he wins it. So it's sort of, I can see what exactly in, t- in TV sort of it, land that, that it doesn't the Survival of the Fittest doesn't really work in this sort of. Mm. Sort of format in my opinion but I, I wish they just didn't do survival of the fittest on tv just do it in a house show release it on dvd that's perfectly fine yeah maybe, i don't know what they do if they have to do road rage do one road rage from it and show how jay lethal want to build up to you know when he does cash in his title shot but these tv tapings they should have just right they've got four weeks here october 6th should have been all about steen and elgin and whatever else they're doing at um glory barn i have Adam Cole and Edwards do something lethal and Davy or some just try and get as much as you can about the pay-per-view in that week. Then there's three weeks at this taping afterwards, so all about final battle. Just keep going. So that'll start October 13th. Boom, we're straight in there with final battle build. Just keep going. Don't waste all this time on this tournament. No, I don't. I don't like the idea of the tournament. I think it's good, but it shouldn't take up the entire tapings like this. Why couldn't they have just had it at you know have this final fitness at the uh, New Jersey show instead of instinct. Killer Instinct. Mm. Because, I mean, I don't want to spoil things, but Lethal gets a title shot anyway, so why doesn't he just have that in the future rather than. I didn't say I don't want to spoil things in the spoiler segment. <laughs> when <laughs> okay, I, just, I, don't know. I just said a minute ago that Jay Lethal had a two week gap before he won it. So. Oh, okay. Then screw you, spoilers. Um, so, yeah, episode three begins with a rematch of the infamous ninth anniversary show title match when Roderick Strong defeated Homicide with the Gibson driver. I hope this is better. Can <laughs> it be a burrito street fight, Stephen? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Subway, maybe it'd be a subway street fight this time. <laughs> um, you won't like this. Mike Mondo defeated Kyle O'Reilly via Condo Clutch. I'm guessing he's going to call that the Mondo Clutch or something. But um, why? Why are they turning Mondo into this sort of submission wrestler when he submission win over a guy whose whole gimmick is I'm a submission guy. I'm a. I know Adam Cole beat him via submission, but that was different it's why, did, why did mondo win this match why i don't why are they burying o'reilly so much i know he's going on to face davy you think at this point so he needs yeah. to get some wins to mondo like a... does not need this win at all mondo doesn't hasn't needed you know 75 percent of the wins he's had they've just I, I just don't know what they're doing with this especially you know o'reilly should have gone to the finals o'reilly should have gone quite far in the final in my opinion and they should have had some sort of o'reilly and davy sort of Interaction to tease what's going to happen in the future. In case you know, so they've just ruined that. I mean, Mondo was the first. They should the have had Mike way. Bennett come out and screw. If they if they didn't want Mondo to job cleanly, have Bennett come out and mess with him because at the moment yeah. it's been Mondo who's been interfering in matches. Yeah, that, exactly. That still doesn't work with the whole and facing that Mondo is the one causing Bennett to lose, and Bennett hasn't done anything back. Yeah, unless they're going for some sort of stupid double turn, which won't work. I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, O'Reilly. Considering he was the he was in last year's final, he was the second to last guy. It was him and Elgin in the finals last year. To then this year to go out and the, not even make it to the finals. It's... Since tenth anniversary, they've completely ruined O'Reilly. I mean, Cole has has gone and had some good matches, and obviously TV uh, TV champion. But O'Reilly has just done nothing, and if anything, he's gone down since. Oh well, yeah, since way down. This time yeah, which is a shame because every time we see O'Reilly, his New character that he's been having. <laughs> his, his character, new character is basically douchebag Ad- uh, Carlo Raleigh is his new character. And it's so entertaining too. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's much better than him trying to be a legit sort of 
putting these stupid promos. He was just, and nobody really liked him because he looks like a bit of an idiot and he's, he's, he's a bit of a douchebag. <laughs> so he just played up to that and everyone disliked him, which was, they were doing it right. And then, I, I loved his promo, was it, um, was it Border Wars when he just told her best in the he was going to stab him in the eye? That was best in the world. Best in the world. He was just, just going to stab him in the eye. I thought that was brilliant. But there, That's yeah, Killer Instinct right there. That, that, is. that is Killer Instinct. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just see no, no reason why Mundo had to win this match. There was Very there, there is no reason why he should have won this match. Um, then in the main event of that week's show, Michael Elgin defeated Rhino via Elgin Bomb. That's another survival of the fittest match. Then we get to the last show of the tapings. So, so far, I was saying this to you, Stephen, when we were discussing the results. Um, not really much has happened. No, I mean, as you say, with the Survival of the Fit tournament, it takes up 90% of the TV. So, even, yeah. you know, I suppose they've got, uh, you know, they've got a little while to, to go before Final Battle. So, they'll have a few weeks after this to, you know, to build up to the pay-per-view. But, yeah, it's not ideal, is it, to be honest? Uh, on the on the fourth show, the Briscoes defeated the Bravado Brothers. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Stephen. <laughs> um, after the match, the Guardians of Truth came out, and Ooh. I have some breaking news. They nice. revealed themselves to be the Headbangers. Can you believe it? From the WWF is what they kept saying as well. They are from the WWF, the Headbangers. They had to sort of really accentuate how old they were that they were in the WWF <laughs> this is, we, we were relevant that long ago that we were in the WWF that's why none of you remember us because we're semi-relevant 15 years ago <laughs> that's it the Guardians of Truth are over what? worst uh, uncle ever can we I mean like can we just like you, you know, remember that Ric Flair leave the memories alone tribute <laughs> you retired we need one of those for the Guardians of Truth <laughs> They get all this thing, Truth Martini. They've been kicked out of everywhere they've been. They show up in these terrible, generic-looking attires. They jobbed the Briscoes in a terrible match with sloppy ropes. They jobbed the Briscoes again in a rematch that was, again, quite poor. Didn't they job to Haas and Titus in the first round of the the tournament? So they jobbed again. I feel like they jobbed another time to maybe see and seal the bravados or something. No, I think they only had three matches. Oh, okay. So they, they lost all the matches. They kept botching it a few times then they just unmasked and then the headbangers so what a, what a storyline that is why, why would they think anyone would care about them being unmasked i mean a everyone knew who they were like five minutes after they first appeared anyway <laughs> b you know that this as you say the house you know the guns troop have done nothing they, they've not won any matches they've not made any sort of impact no one cared about them so why would anyone care about them being unmasked yeah you see why would any, who who cares about the headbangers who wants to see the headbangers in ROH in 2012, almost 2013. No, no, nobody wants to see take the head. Leader off. Who wants to see the headbangers in Ring of Honor? Oh, no, no, sorry, forget. Take all of that sentence off. Who wants to see the headbangers? No, nobody. <laughs> they're not a big name. They're not good. They're not entertaining. They, I didn't they, even know who they were. Like, come on, that's terrible. How they they feel they don't give anything back to the product. They don't. You know, people can say, oh, you know, Matt Hardy might, you know put Ring of Honor's name out there some bit and you know people might you know might be a few more buyers because of the Matt Hardy name no one's going to be like wow the headbangers are back in RA so let's go and fucking you know go and watch that show no one's going to think that why I just don't there's so many booking decisions RH recently you think why why have they done this what made them think this was a good idea and this is another one of those who 
surely Cornette and, and Delirious were sitting down and they said, right, let's, you know, let's unmask the guys of truth. The headbangers are ready to go on their own. And they thought, yeah, you know, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Surely one of them, I mean, Cornette's not stupid. Delirious isn't stupid. Surely one of them, I mean, maybe Delirious just couldn't understand what Cornette was saying and just said, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe it's Delirious who's saying it. Blah, 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 headbangers have a little mask. Blah, blah, blah. And Cornette was like, uh, yeah. And then that's yeah, it. Yeah, sure, man. Just give me a burger. He's probably just like, what? I'm running about Miss Russo, what? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm lost for words. Today. After this amazing unmasking ceremony. Actually, we've got actually someone on the... There's a few people on the forum who, who went to this taping, and I was just so fascinated by this revelation of the Guardians of Truth that I wanted to know more about this segment. So we, we have um, some more details here on the forum, if I can find the post on the thread um, by the way you're covering the covering the time by just elongating your words so yes, I have found it oh, yeah. the Guardians of Truth came out and they said that Martini has been too busy with Strong and Elgin they are no longer going to sit in the shadows and wait for an opportunity they said they have been to the biggest fed in the world and been tag team champions isn't that what Matt Hardy said he's been in the major leagues They've been in the tag team champs in the WWF with an emphasis on F. They said something along the lines of, do you know who we are? I'm guessing no, no chant. We <laughs> have the headbangers as they unmasked. They then did their stupid little dance. <laughs> he continued. So basically, the headbangers threw a hissy fit and took their masks off. <laughs> Yeah, like, Daddy Martini isn't paying attention to us. We're taking our masks off. Maybe this was a shoot. Maybe it's not planned. You're saying that. They they then went on to defeat Fusion DS. Um, don't know who they are. I, who think, they, they, I think they jobbed to wrestling's greatest tag team one week. Everyone does that. Yeah. Um, isn't, it, isn't it just for internet only, though? Yes, it's not on the TV show. just defeated the Fusion DS. Um, which was taped for the official Ring of Honor website, and I'm sure if yes, it's gonna drive hits up on their website. Maybe they'll put it as a ringside member only to really get people renewing their membership. Oh, get, get your renewals back in now to watch the headbangers in action. <laughs> uh, we then get to the Survival of the Fittest 2012 finals, which can was which, uh, which was between Adam Cole, Michael Elgin, Jay Lethal, Davy Richards. And Mondo. Yes, sorry. Um, I'll just go with the eliminations. And it's a strange note that three of uh, five eliminations were via some sort of kick. There's an interesting fact for you. (laughs) Uh, Roderick Strong. (laughs) It's true. Roderick Strong eliminated Mike Mondo via the sick kick. Adam Cole eliminated Roderick Strong using a super kick. They're both kicks. Yep. Michael Elgin defeated Adam Cole via the tornado bomb. That's not a kick. Jay Lethal and Davy Richards, who are team, who are facing each other, uh, teamed up and eliminated Michael Elgin via stereo kicks. They are kicks. Wow. Yes, they are in stereo. Jay Lethal el- eliminated Davy Richards with the lethal injection to win Survival of the Fittest 2012. There is the killer instinct. He is unbeatable. It's not something I made up. I've been telling you for months. Unbeatable Jay Lethal is a real thing. Anything but a tar match, Jay Lethal has to win. No comments, probably the biggest news of the week, and just silence. <laughs> a year long on this podcast in Big Tour. Does anybody really care that Jay Lethal won? No. What no. does this do for anybody? 
He already no. has a title shot. Why does he need another one? Yeah. And when do you think he gets this title shot? Oh, yeah, I hope it's not a final battle. Five months time, probably. I think they're going to do final battle. Yeah, I think maybe he'll get screwed in his match at, um, at the you know, the Killer Instinct show. He'll get like maybe Karina and Jacobs all interfere and screw him out of the match. And he'll go, no, I want another shot, final battle. And then it'll be like I don't know, uh, it'll be some sort of gimmick match where you know it'll be it'll be called something. It'll be called like a Killer Instinct match or something, where it's like a the winner the winner must murder last man standing match. The first person to murder the other one wins or something. I bet they'll do a last man standing match and it'll be called Killer Instinct. Yeah, wins. like the count has to go to 20 or something. And, it'll and, be and the Killer Jaylee's will win because Kevin Cena will pass out after like 20 minutes. <laughs> At least we'll just have Nigel shouting Killer Instinct on commentary for 20 minutes. And John can explain the rules, so that'll be good. I can't wait. I might make up the rules to this match right now, just so I can explain this fantasy match. No. Save that for when the match is announced. I think, to be honest, if uh, Jim Cornette really wants the title off Steam, make it a treadmill match. Whoever stays on the treadmill the longest is the Ring of Honor World Champion. Jelly Hill is the champ. What's Cornette faffing about putting him in these gimmick matches? There we go, tread, treadmill match. Can't Cornette just strip Steen of the title if he wanted to? Don't be silly. No, of course not. Okay. Clearly, he would have done it by now. He's just got right, to in these gimmick matches that he's really good at. Steam still hasn't done anything. Considering he was saying he was going to reshape the, country, uh, the country, the the company, and he was going to, you know, we had the state of emergency and the um, hostage crisis. Hostage crisis. He hasn't actually done anything. I love how he's like, "I'm going to destroy Ring of Honor." Yeah, destroy <laughs> it, destroy it. Please, like, real, please rebuild it. Please. If you want to make him a heel, make him like. Add Patrick Edwards into the scum <laughs> and his gimmick as he talks about how awesome Ring of Honor is. That would he'd get so much heat. That that would work. So anyway, we're not talking about Kevin Steen. We're talking about Jay Lethal winning Survival of the Fittest. Yeah, this just, this didn't really accomplish anything. I mean, I think I've always thought Survival of the Fittest was a good way to really sort of push somebody up the card. I mean, last year they did it perfectly with Algin and and you know O'Reilly both being the last two that they they you know they really pushed them up to the next level. Oh, right, he's probably gone even further down than he was this point last year. To be oh honest. yeah, but I mean, oh, yeah, it has gone. And look, it's about to main event a pay per view with with this title shot. Mm. I mean, I think they they should have done at least this year. I mean, O'Reilly should have been in the final at least. He should have. I just why why would they put Mundo through and then have Mundo be the first to be eliminated? Just put O'Reilly in there instead. You know, no no one's gonna moan that Mundo isn't in the final because he's won that many matches anyway. It doesn't really matter. And mm. O'Reilly would have looked good. You know, have him in the last two or three. Have some sort of interaction between him and Davey to tease a match, and then, you know, I suppose you know, looking at the, the guys they had in the final, they really bat themselves into a corner because who else could they have had, had win? I mean, who do you think should have won? I mean, was it the year before Eddie Edwards won, and that elevated him up to world champion? That he actually won the um, the belt, didn't he, with his title shot? I mean, I think I think O'Reilly probably should have won. It should I mean, have yeah. been O'Reilly or Cole. I think they should have been the final two. It would have been a. Yeah, maybe even you say of the guys that they had left in the final, I'd probably say give it to Cole. I know he's got a TV title, but you know, have him, you know, let let him have a good match against Steen, and that would really cement him as sort of a guy who could move on to the main event once he leaves the TV title scene. But I just, mm-hmm. as as you've said, it, there's no, I just don't see why they bothered to give Lethal the the match. Why does he have to earn a, a title Mate, shot? Look, every match look at Lethal. He won. Didn't he win the Honor Rumble to earn himself a title shot there? Yeah. 
and he lost because he Tom matches his kryptonite. Wasn't he TV champion at that point? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. So the, you know they've given TV champions a world title shot in the past, and they always talk about the TV title as the stepping stone to the Ring of Honor world title. So I think yeah, Cole or O'Reilly or, or O'Reilly should have won this for sure. Lethal's already. A solidified main event and to be honest he's had top shots in the past he's got one coming up he doesn't really need to win this he doesn't need to you know beat these other guys to earn a top shot he's already a believable guy you know in that main event spot anyway yeah pretty much what you said i mean that's why that's why i don't I can, you know i said i just don't understand why it's some of the booking decisions you just i just don't understand why that they think that it's a good idea i mean they just don't seem to know how to push people I know we, we've spoke, but you know, spoke about this before on previous podcasts. But you know, with Mondo, they just seem to think you know having him win more or less every match is going to you know push him up the card. Mm, they've been better with not. Mondo though recently. I mean, he didn't beat Strong, he didn't beat Cole. I doubt he's going to beat Davy at Killer Instinct. So they've, they've they're doing a bit better with Mondo. Yeah, I suppose. But I mean, the amount of matches he won in, was was kind of ridiculous, and even even Lethal. I mean, that is ridiculous. I mean, I, I mean, I think at this point it's pretty obvious that Lethal's going to be the next world champion. And what they've done is they've, they've tried. They knew that he had no sort of character whatsoever. I mean, he puts on good matches, and you know, he he's good to watch. But he he's just sort of there. He was kind of boring and bland and had no character. So they thought, let's give him some sort of character. And they were giving him this awful killer instinct thing that just doesn't fit for what they have a vision towards. You know, he's not this killer. He's not going to murder people. He's kicked a couple of guys in the balls. And he, he took 35 moves to defeat Homicide. So that's not improving him at all. Mm. So, I, yeah, again, this is another decision which just makes me scratch my head and think why. I mean, Jay Lethal has genuinely lost, I think, four matches since he came back last year. He lost he lost the TV title to Roderick Strong in that mess with Tommaso Ciampa. He lost the rematch that involved Ciampa Triple Threat. That's the one where Prince Nana rolled around in the ring. I think that's best in the world. Yeah. Um, he lost his title match against Davey at Homecoming, and he lost a tag team match, a Champions Challenge or something. I think that was last year. Yeah, uh, him and Davey. and Davey against Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team. So that's four times he's lost. Three of them were title matches. You know, he is unbeatable, Jay Lethal. They are his kryptonite. It's not a thing. And this whole storyline is him overcoming his weakness to win the title, I think. I think it is. I mean, well, why did they... I mean, Why is he so unbeatable? That... What sort of contract does he have? No other guy has this. No other guy is as protective, uh, protected as it, apart from maybe Steen when it comes to wins and losses as Jay Lethal. I mean, the whole storyline behind Cornette doesn't make any sense. I mean, if Cornette... If he wants to get rid of, you know, rid of Steen as a champion that much, surely he'd look at the win and loss record of every guy on the roster and notice that Lethal has won like 95% of his matches and give him a title shot rather than saying, you don't have the killer instinct, you need to punch some lockers. I mean, surely his 95% winning record is, is good enough to earn a title shot mm. without him having to get a really crap gimmick that he's just terrible. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. I'd, I hope he's not the next world champion. I feel it should probably be Elgin at some point early next year, in my opinion. Um, I, I hope that he doesn't main event final battle, but we'll not talk about what ifs. All we know at this point, Jay Lethal won the tournament. He has a target shot within the next 12 months. Um, who knows when he'll cash it in? Who knows when, who will be against? We'll talk about that when it comes up. I think in summary, it's a bit disappointing that he won because... Kind of like how 
in WWE, traditionally, Money in the Bank is for up-and-coming guys to elevate them up the card. I mean, look what happened with Brian, etc. Um, and I think Punk as well. But Jay Lethal is already at that level. He doesn't. It'd be like David Richards winning it. It, it serves no purpose. It's just, it just feels like a number contendership tournament to me. It doesn't feel like the, the survival yeah. of the fittest thing. If I know that sounds strange, but it just doesn't feel, as you said, with it being spread out in you know TV land over the four weeks as well, it sort of takes away from it. And I hope there's no more tournaments on TV for a while now. Please, no more tournaments. <laughs> what do you reckon we get? December something tournament. December Decider tournament for shuttered the world title at the 11th anniversary show. That's Jim Connett. That's Jim Connett confirming that. That's a great idea. Let us steal it. (laughs) Um, I've been doing some calculations while we've been talking about these results. And uh, based on the fact that the last show is set to air on October 27th, there is not a TV taping until November 3rd. Which means there will be probably two weeks of road rage for November third and November tenth. And what happens in October that they could, you know, show as road rage, perhaps? A certain pay per view about glory by honour. <laughs> so that's, a, that's another reason not to bother ordering it. Even we can watch it two weeks after on TV. Yeah, this is not and this is sort of a guess, but it's like an educated guess that based on the schedule with the last show from the current taping is going to air on the 27th. There's going to be at least one, maybe two, because they seem to take a while to get the TV out once they've taped it. So November 3rd, November 10th, that, those two weekends, presumably Road Rage, probably from Glory Bionna, because I doubt they'll take the whole setup, or unless they do it from Killer Instinct, but they seem to do that a lot less. They seem to do the pay-per-views more. Yeah, yeah probably, probably because they already have... Yeah. They have to take like the have to take Kevin Kelly and and stuff. Don't they? they have to set up the commentary and stuff for? Uh... Yeah, that's true. A lot more work when it's the pay per view. It's already done. So, third and tenth of November, probably Road Rage from Gloria Banner. So even less of a reason to buy it, as John said. After that, um, one, two, three. There's going to be another four weeks, I'm guessing, from the Pittsburgh tapings, which then leaves. What? A four-week gap until the next tapings? So yeah, it wasn't, wasn't there loads of... Towards... Last year, yeah. Towards the end of last year, was they like, did like a best days, of SPG. Yeah, so yeah. expect towards the end of this year, best of SPG. That was, yeah, that was about three or four weeks, wasn't it? Just like Yeah, it looks like it's going to be even maybe four or five weeks of that. But we'll get to that when we come to it. But anyway, yeah. Road Rage of Glory Banner. Pretty much confirmed at this point. Very disappointing. Unless they do the house show, who knows? But anyway, we're just sort of rambling at this point. There's no sort of structure left to the show. So I think we'll just end it now, wrap it up there. Um, thank you to Stephen and John for joining me. Thank you. All right. Oh, all right then. Uh, <laughs> Very suggestive. We do hope you enjoyed the show. We thank you for listening. And we'll see you all next week when we will talk about... What? Something... Road Rage. Yeah, I mean, I seriously predict next week's show will be half an hour. Because there's Road Rage, there's no TV to talk about. There's going to be no news because we pretty much know the glory of buying a card. Um, I'm sure things we can talk about, so we, give we us ideas. We can preview the Killer Instinct show, but that won't take very long because we're not watching it. It's not a pay-per-view. So 
give us things to talk about next week. Next week, about our favorite. Then thousands of questions. Even though nobody's listening to us because they don't want the show spoiled. It doesn't even have to be about Ring of Honor or wrestling. It can be about anything. Just send yeah, us. PG Marcus. PG Marcus. Yeah. Send us some questions. We'll give you. Next next week's show will be a uh, life lesson podcast. A life podcast. Life intervention podcast. Featuring Truth Martini. Yes. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, mate, can we just do like a road raid next week and just sort of get one of like the previous episodes, upload it and rename it episode 57? Yeah, just replay like episode three. No one will notice. Yeah. Yeah, because like this time we started last year, so we can just replay stuff where we're talking about Gloria Barnett 10 from last year and just pretend that it's one of the new show. Perfect. So tune in next week. Who knows <laughs> if it'll be Road Rage or not? It depends uh, how far ahead we do our tapings. Who knows? But uh, as I said, thank you for listening. We do hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll see you all next week. <laughs>